and welcome to the Astrology New Podcast. I'm Kerry Hurrigan. Today we're talking about the new moon in Taurus, the Taurus sign itself, the Taurus stellium and much more. But firstly I'd like to begin by acknowledging the original land carers, the Awabakal people where this podcast is recorded. I give my deepest respect to elders past, present and emerging. Just a reminder before we start, you can get a free mini astrology report that includes a very detailed birth chart from Astrology and You. I created a video to show you how you can create your own birth chart with transits at astro.com and both of these are very handy in any astrology that you may be following. You can find the podcast on all the usual platforms including YouTube. So the new moon in Taurus will be happening at 28 degrees and 25 minutes on the 19th or 20th of May depending on your location. So to see where this specifically relates to you, look to the house or the life area. This will be transiting in your own chart along with the other transits mentioned. The new phase is where we set an intention to begin a new cycle. So remember to set your intention for this new cycle. This new moon is part of a Taurus stellium and stelliums are where you have three or more planets in the same sign. The stellium includes the sun, moon, Uranus, Mercury, Jupiter and the North Node and all these planets help to concentrate the energy of Taurus. So Taurus is a fixed earth sign ruled by Venus and it rules the second house. Taurus relates to our self-sufficiency, survival, resources, stability, strength and being in harmony with existence itself. Taurus sends us inward following the highly charged and stimulating emotions of Aries. As Taurus follows Aries, we are sent inward to contemplate our survival, assessing our inner strength as we give form to the desire initiated in the new cycle of Aries. There is a need to build a strong, stable foundation. Strong Taurus influences make us highly resourceful, enabling us to discover ourselves as a resource that can help with things like creating and generating additional streams of income. After all, we have a brain and a body, talents, and some of us with self-taught knowledge, whether it's artistically, musically, academically, or practically. Here we can evaluate our own sense of worth in identifying our inner strength with the ability to recognize we are ourselves a resource to ourselves. The Taurus archetype often expresses itself in isolation, listening to music and creative activities such as painting, poetry, spending hours gardening or in meditation and yoga practices in the enjoyment of just being in harmony with existence. This takes us away from too much external stimulation into our own private world. Unfortunately, this can be misunderstood by partners and others, but it is vital for those with this strong Taurus energy. So by cultivating and developing a strong inner world, we can evaluate our personal sense of worth. Taurus connects us with the physical body. Experiencing our senses, our body is considered the temple of the soul. To appreciate the earthly pleasures like sensuality, sexuality, physical consolation, and indulging the senses in the appreciation of life. 
Taurus is linked with material, security and possessions as this is part of survival, but they serve as a means as opposed to an end. When we manage ourselves well in this area, we have the ability to create abundance and share our resources with others and help them be prosperous as well. Now the polarity to Taurus serves as a point of balance and this is the sign of Scorpio. In Scorpio we realise everything has its time and nothing lasts forever in the manifested world. Scorpio will bring our realisation in what doesn't work anymore and this inspires change and growth and that things can be reinvented. Scorpio prompts us to realise that when we have excessive attachment to material things, it will hinder our own development. Taurus signifies stability, while Scorpio signifies growth, and therefore we must find the balance between the two cycles of stability and growth. Scorpio reveals that too much isolation in the long term can result in a vulnerability and the need to merge with others' resources also serves as a survival mechanism and rejuvenates our inner world. The bottom line here is we need others and dependence is necessary to a degree. With all these placements and signs, we always must look at the healthy side and the unhealthy side. When we look at the shadow side of Taurus, we see it expressed as hoarding, starvation, poverty, giving up, shutting down, suppressing emotions, feelings of unworthiness, lack of confidence and fixed and stubborn attitudes. And this can also be a sense of laziness. People that over isolate and cut themselves off too much from the world will limit their view of what is available, giving them a sense of controlling a piece of their life. The distortion of the Taurus archetype can result in sexual and emotional manipulation to get what they want. Now the new moon is in a Taurus stellium and this gives enormous potency to this energy. We have the moon and sun of course along with Mercury which is now direct. Uranus is in Taurus. Jupiter has just entered Taurus at zero degrees which happened on the 17th of May, as well as the North Node. The North Node gives us the indication of where we are heading. The Taurus concept of building strong and stable foundations that have to be that way so we can continually build upon, ultimately for a better future, which is the Taurus North Node. With Mercury, we can consider the diversity and options available for us to make the better choices for the long term. Uranus helps us break free of old restrictions, limitations and old outdated ways that no longer work as after all it's the liberator and Jupiter the expander will enable us to create a vision of how we want things to be. With Jupiter we find courage, optimism and faith. All these placements are with the North Node in Taurus as we continue to create our future. We always have a choice, therefore we can consciously choose the best way by taking the time because Taurus doesn't like to be rushed or pressured and consider the, the consequential outcome of our choices. We are looking to build the ideal future and this will be around things like money, agriculture, the land, building strong foundations for our societies. Venus, the ruler of Taurus, is in Cancer and this is in a semi-square to the new moon. It's currently at 12 degrees. This aspect can be difficult or dynamic. 
because Cancer and Taurus are both about our internal world, our world of emotions around security, we may feel some resistance to certain things that we know we must do, but we can use those emotions and, and thoughts that may prevent us moving forward as a guide where we have to go in order to move forward. Well, one of the things that Venus relates to is the psychology of listening, and this is where we must listen to ourselves and contemplate how we feel about things. The new moon in Taurus is also in a square with Mars in Cancer, and Mars is not comfortable in Cancer. Mars wants to do its own thing. It's fearless, where we have sensitive Cancer, which is looking at how safe one feels. So impulsive Mars can be expressed with it's a difficult or a dynamic aspect. So watch for things like emotional, unfiltered responses, which can catch us off guard. I mean, once things are said or done, you can't take it back. If you are in a situation like that, just walk away, get away from it, give yourself time to really calm down if this aspect is very active and we can use Mars in Cancer to propel us forward or through things that we may be feeling insecure about or a certain fear. The new moon is also squaring Pluto at zero degrees as it retrogrades in Aquarius and retrogrades refer to the revisiting and reviewing process as we go through this huge, huge transition we have the opportunity again to discard the useless and old ways to see what new things are waiting for us. And that's what Pluto does. Pluto drags things up from the deep, issues and matters that we know we have to deal with and finally let them go. Pluto's transits often expose what needs to be destroyed, and that is the things that don't work for us anymore. It brings issues to the surface so we can finally deal with them and continue forward. Not always easy, but it is necessary for our evolution, growth and development as individuals and a collective human family. Great intensity occurs when Pluto changes signs. As an example, Pluto changed signs in the years of 1914, 1939 and 2008, coinciding with significant world events. Pluto completely destroys to change things for the better. It is the planet of death and rebirth. We are seeing this on a global scale, the exposure of corruption in politics as well as the rich and powerful. We must get rid of the separation and dividing that prevents us from becoming one human family. And this is what the powerful keep doing. They keep separating and dividing us by all kinds of things. And the coming together as a human family is happening in very, very small ways, but we can see little signs of it every day. But it'll be up to us, the people, and those who are currently wanting this will fall away. It's all been done before, it's never succeeded yet, because there is nothing new under the sun. What can we do as individuals is keep our focus on being grateful and appreciative of what we have. It just has to start there. So medically, Taurus rules the neck, the vocal cords, our physical well-being, including our weight management, our senses, and the female hormones. So some things that you might like to consider to do in the lead up to the new moon in Taurus, start a daily meditation practice. If you haven't got one and this initiates the pineal gland and it calms the nervous system and the body and in turn we feel more calm take full responsibility for your actions and consequences 
Let go of what you know you must to move forward. Just keep releasing. When new cycles begin, we have to release the old. We can't move on if we don't. Be in and with nature as much as possible. Sing. Do something with your voice. You might even want to make a podcast. Do something physical. Move your body. Start a garden and grow your own food. Bring more harmony into your life wherever you can. Engage your senses. Cook a beautiful meal. Smell the flowers. Watch a lovely sunset. Observe nature. And bring more harmony and balances to your finances, well-being, and include all parts of your life. Your heart's intelligence is where we find truth and meaning. We connect to each other through our hearts. We connect to every living thing, to the animals, to the planet itself, to the cosmos, and to the original source. Be in the higher emotions wherever you can of hope and gratitude, joy, relief, appreciation, and just know that all is well. We'll get through all of this. We will. We'll get to the other side. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoy the new moon in Taurus, and I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.